This is This is Open Shop The podcast The podcast that documents the journey 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 The journey of building and launching Open Shop The small business Geo Marketplace Welcome to another episode of Open Up Shop, the podcast. I'm your host, EA Green, and we're here to navigate the ups and downs of entrepreneurship and conquer these obstacles by just getting started. All right, guys. So if you guys have been keeping up over the last couple of weeks, you know what today is, is the next installment of the Open Journal series. For this week's Open Journal, uh, things are a little bit different. So over the last couple of weeks, you know, from the last time we did a, a Open Journal entry, you know, one of my good college buddies, uh, Stefan Fitzpatrick, came into town. You know, I just wanted to show him the lab and show him what was going on. You know, we were just kind of having a, a good conversation. And, you know, about a quarter of the way through, we decided to just turn the mics on. Um, so what it kind of came down to is that we were, you know, just catching up, discussing our entrepreneurship journey at the time. And, you know, things kind of changed for him when he started his clothing line called Savage Gentleman. So, you know, also my boy Keith Ferguson was also in the building, you know, just kind of showing them the space. And, you know, we were just, you know, a couple of couple of guys just kind of sitting around a couple of mics. And we just wanted to see where the conversation went. And, you know, I really feel like there was a lot of gems in here, especially when Stefan was sharing his journey with Savage Gentleman and how he wanted to get things started up again. And, you know, we're just kind of having an honest conversation and I really hope that you guys will enjoy it. So here we go. This week's open journal entry. Yeah, man. But it was just kind of like, you know, like the concept for me starting my business was just kind of like I was in corporate for like six years mm-hmm. and like I dress up like. Yeah. Even you have to. Even after yeah. that, I mean, I was just always in a suit, right. and I was just like, I got tired of like the corporate blues and tans, and so like, I'd have these fire socks, and everybody was like, "Yo, like, where you get your socks from?" And I'm plugging Nordstroms, and right. this is that uh, Nordstrom rack, and I'm like, "Shit, why don't I start my own stuff, right. man?" Listen, I went, I I got hip to Alibaba, yep. found a manufacturer. I went through like seven uh, manufacturers. Yeah, <laughs> you know, saying the plug, <laughs> man. Listen, I went on there and like I've like I went through like seven factories, man. I had one factory that was like, hey, listen, I was like, I got ten designs. I'm a first time startup. Um, can you give me fifty of each design? Because you know they'll be like, hey, I want a thousand. You need right. a thousand pairs per design. Right. So right. you're talking like a thousand dollars, you know, for right, right. ten thousand dollars for for a couple of designs. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, that's too much overhead, though. Right. So what's crazy? So like, I ran into this factory, and they was like, you know what? We'll do fifty of each of your socks, and we'll charge you five hundred and fifty dollars. That's plus shipping. Mm-hmm. We'll package, put your label on it, and send it to you. And like, all I did was go to like the fancy sock stores or whatever, right. like the dress stores, and was like, look at the material, and then add it. Yeah. And I was drawing, and like I was making my designs with like a, a crayon and a yeah. color pencil. Like I can't draw, bro. Right, right, right. And then like I got hip to Fiverr. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yo, Fiverr is. <laughs> hey, listen, if you ain't never heard of Fiverr, Fiverr is a game changer. And then what's crazy is like, so I was like, let me see if I can find somebody that got a sock template mm-hmm. on my first try. This okay. chick, chick reached out, said I actually just got finished doing a sock 
thing. And she said, here's my template. You send me your designs. I digitize them. And then I'll send your files to your manufacturer. So essentially, like, no, do this shit again. <laughs> no, it's just making me tight because you don't have to. You don't have to put out money, a lot of money, out on your own first. Yeah, you don't have to. Yeah, the thing is, like, it's all about, like, the, the thing is about is about speed. You know what I mean? So with that, like, you have to like be able to say, like, all right, how how quick can like, once you pay your manufacturer, how quick can they get it to you? Right. Right. So my thing is. Like similar, like nowadays, like people are willing to wait if they think that the quality is gonna be good, right? Like I've showed you about the the sneaker, like out of the kids out of Charlotte. Right. Um, dog, I paid for that shit in April. It's not gonna come out until October. I totally forgot that I even bought it, right? But I'm like, dog, like it's like if you, especially if you, you know, if you're into small business and all that stuff like that, like it's good to have like pre sales, and I think that's where. The majority of the people now, like, you know, you have like a couple of things or whatever like that, but you do those pre-sales, man, and that should take care of it for you. And I think I think that's where I kind of messed up is that I don't want to say messed up because in order to succeed, you have to fail and trial and error. Like, um, and I think I was so ambitious with it that I didn't really go through what would happen if I ran out of product. You know what I'm saying? So like those Fitz Classic socks with the crown on them, they sold out. Immediately, right? You know what I'm saying, but I didn't have anything back stock to really right. account for, like right away when right. everything popped off. And I mean, Eric has been like, "Yo, man, like <laughs> I need some new merch." Right? I I'm need like, some I need merch. some new shit. Like, yeah. I, like I need some new shit. <laughs> All right. Like, and I know we can find somebody stateside that can do it. I'm sure we can. Well, what I was going to do was like I was going to go to like LA and like go to the fashion districts, mm-hmm. like the major fashion districts, and check those out and right. see, you know, like test their fabric because i would prefer to keep it stateside just because like the 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 issue with a lot of new businesses that use like alibaba Mm -hmm. is that they're most it's hit or miss one and then if you don't have your stuff trademarked all that stuff gets bootlegged and and that's how it ends up in the flea markets and stuff like that so i didn't learn about all that till i didn't even think about all of that until after the fact not trademarked now I'm I'm in the process. I haven't I haven't I haven't I haven't even like gone back to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's what I need to do because yeah. the logo alone was an eye catcher. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I needed to go ahead and because, like I said, I didn't know that it was <coughs> how much it cost to get that done. Well, I mean, it. De- well, it's not. Well, it depends on what on what case that you're going to use it for, right? Mm-hmm. So. You know, I think the, I think that's one class of, of a trademark. Yeah. So it's like going like what, 300, 500 yeah. bucks. Right. Because the thing is like, you know, you got to look at it in terms of like, say for a podcast, right? You If you want to have a trademark for a podcast, you got to look at it from, all right, this is like the audio format. I'm going to trademark right. the name in audio format. Right. Or if you want to do merch, right? Like you have to like buy the different classes of trademark in order to be holistically like covered. But the thing is he said as long as you get one, it makes it a hell of a lot easier for you to to back it up once you start going into other stuff and then people start to try to like imitate it and stuff right. like that. So um I say that to say get that shit done, bro. Yeah man. And I and I'm gonna tell you what's crazy is like, so when I when I look, I think what really like kind of inspired me is like when I look at how much cats pay for like those distressed shirts that Kanye, mm. 
Kanye West. And I think I think this was like my eye opener when it came Yo, when it came to so fashion. Crazy. So it's like if you go to Alibaba and type in distress shirts, you see them same shirts that Kanye is selling. And you literally can get those shirts for like pennies on the dollar. Right. Pennies. Yeah, that's um, so what's it called? Uh, fast fashion. That's yeah. what it's called now. Basically, yeah, like well, they'll see like somebody walking on a red carpet and a dress, and within 24 hours, they have yeah. like they ha- they have the dress, like they have the design of the dress, and they start uh, you know start pre-selling it right away. Like um, <laughs> so uh, like Boo Boo or um, Fashion Nova. That's what it is. Fashion Nova. Oh yeah. Yeah, like it's like forty eight hours. Like they did it to Kim K a couple of times. Yeah, because it's like, and because it's just kind of like, how does some of these people like get these fashion brands so quick? Right, because they they I like mean, look at Cardi B's line of Fashion Nova when her drawn dropped, it was gone. I mean, it was gone already. Right, and the thing is, like technically, like I mean, you assume that they they had a, a decent quantity, but you don't even have to because now that like, you can say, hey, I got fifty of each, right, fifty of each. And it goes that quick. The headline of it saying, "Hey, like it went, it got sold out in four hours," is more valuable than the dollars that it, you actually get in, like on its own. Because then now, when the next one goes in, it's gonna, it's gonna again four hours or less, and it's just right. gonna, you know, it just kind of creates that that frenzy. And it's all about just the. Perception it's all about the buzz. It's all about the buzz, like. Hot Greek, Hot Greek Couture, HGC, um, Black by Popular Demand. Right. I love what she did with her brand. You know what I'm saying? Her uh, super scent with the crayon case. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. I've heard of her, but I just bro, I felt like I followed her story like some time ago. Back when I, I think she was just doing like story times on Instagram. And, like right. I see, see people posting. I was like, right. yeah, she's funny as shit. Let me just. Right. And then like I think she, she's only been in the makeup game for like less than three years. Right. Wow. And this this girl went from busing. T- I mean, she. I mean, I think she said in one of her episodes that she worked at like sixteen different restaurants or small odd jobs. Right. To to went now she has a full warehouse in New Orleans. And in Louisiana, and she's made like she's known for making a million dollars in less than an hour. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I mean, I mean, like she she literally her products you can't keep them on the shelf. So she and like because everybody was just kind of like, well, like why is Rihanna not making music? Because she's making making money. And this, and she's like, I don't care about none of that. And so everybody was worried about how old Kylie Jenner. And it's like, you know, as and like I keep telling some of these dudes, like, pay attention to some of these female fashion moguls. Right. You know what I'm saying? Who are coming up? Like it, it, and it's all. Somebody was like, Why don't you get a storefront? She said, Why? I do all my stuff through Shopify. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think the biggest thing I just want people to kind of understand is just kind of like, Yo, it's a piece. Everybody can win. Everybody, everybody can win. All you have to do is find something. Know your target audience is huge. You know what I'm saying? What do you want to appeal to? And then you got to also think about what do you want it to grow into? Like a lot of people don't think about like, so I was just doing socks. And then, oh my God, what if you had a a loafer? What if you had a lapel pin? So then we jumped to the lapel pin. So then it's just kind of like, hey, if I'm going to get into this fashion thing, let's get a suit. Mm -hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. Let's see if we can get a whole customized piece like Michael Strahan. Right. And then it's just like, you know what I'm saying? Because like I was going to do this thing where it's like I was going to design socks for HBCUs. Like I'm I'm a product of HBCUs. Right. I was going to test it with Dell State. Right, and I was going right. to be like, hey, I'll design a sock and see if we can put it in a bookstore. Mm-hmm. And then for homecoming, see if, if if we can sell it and then get a contract. Right. And then if that contract worked, let's say we can model that right. with all HBCUs. Right. Then it was just kind of like, hey, we're Greek. It's like, yeah. hey, like, imagine if we had that. Get right. that become a national vendor for these organizations. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's just kind of like the vision for it is just kind of like, you know, like, if you need that capital, man. And it was crazy is yes. I had an angel investor. Really? I had a guy from Cali. I'm not going to say his name. Had a guy from Cali. He reached out via LinkedIn. He heard about me through LinkedIn, and then started. Yeah, I got to f- tap into LinkedIn, man. Man, I'm listen, slacking. LinkedIn is cr- cr- once you get past like the professional people trying to shoot their shot because it's like, hey, this is not tender, right, right, right? You know what I'm saying? Right, right. But it's just like, yo, like I've I've connected with a lot of businesses through that, and he reached out and he called and. I mean, this guy is like, was like, hey, I'm willing to invest. And he was like, all I'm asking for is 10%. He was like, I see this thing is about to blow up. He was like, I'll fully fund your startup things if we let's get this thing rolling. And I was about to fly to Cali. We was going to go to the fashion district. And then I went through the transitions and the job. And then and it hurt because it's like you remember, like when I started Savage Gentleman, it went from the thought we got the logo done Got the Delaware LLC, built the page, was right. doing the promo videos. Shout out to Fiverr again because right. they are the plug. Right. And then it was just like, oh, you're about to you're about to relocate. Take this twenty thousand dollar pay cut. Now I have time freedom, but I don't have the capital. Right. But I have a dope product, so it's just kind of like that's that has buzz. Like Eric has been like, yo, where's my stuff? Right. And, and the thing is, and the thing is, I just think it's more of like now. All you have to like, you gotta get scrappy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I was, I was doing podcasts in my second bedroom for over a year. Mm. All right, and before that, I was in people's living room and things. People, they, they, they appreciate the journey, yeah. and I've realized that now more than ever. Like, yeah. you don't have to be buttoned up, like up front. Yeah. The thing is, and. Most, most times too If you can find Like that niche Right And you basically go An inch wide And a mile deep Right On that first thing Right So that now It's like This is my bread and butter right. Like I know You know This is what's gonna Keep the lights on Per se mm-hmm. Or be the loss leader That's gonna get people You know Drawn back in But then You know Once you solidify that Then you start To expand You know Try different things Right Where they'll say Like um, first one said it was like you put eighty percent of your your money into like what works, right. but like but you keep twenty percent to the side. That's gonna be you, you trying new things, right? right. That's gonna be that research and development. That's gonna be yeah. you know you trying out different materials mm-hmm. or you know see you know getting different you know all right like I'm gonna try something like this and see if the sincerely savage crop top looks good. Or something like that, or, or whatever the case may be, right? But now you know that a lot of the other stuff is going to still manage the just that, just that core, that core yeah. grief. Like, and the thing is, I think I don't think it's too late. You know, I think you can still make it work. Yeah. Um, but now it's more of like you, you know, you've learned. Now just you know, pick one thing 
and start from there. And I, th- and I think, not to cut you off, I think that's yeah, the I'm piece. I think that's the piece that I had to like when you like you're good at so much and like I'm a high functioning multitasker. You know what I'm saying? It's like you're good at so much. And then it's like, where do I go? So I think I ran into because I was so aggressive. Right. I was rolling out socks, hoodies, T-shirts, spot to get hats, lapel pins. So I rolled out like seven, eight products. Right. At the same time, and just was like, "Hey, if it works, boom. If not, I mean, well, hey, we still gonna plug through." Right. And it's just kind of like, like you said, like if I'm gonna touch it out with the ladies, like we might need you to start with one product, mm-hmm. right? Get that and buzz going, yeah, fixate on that, and kind of see how that traction kind of builds up or not, man. Right. And then when it, and then with fashion too, from my understanding, like from my research, you have to be, um, at least I think they say at least two seasons ahead. Mm-hmm. Um. Because at least like in the sense that, so say now in the summer, you should be producing your fall. Like you should be making your fall right now, mm-hmm. but be designing your winter. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, so now when you go into fall, it's like now you're just ahead of it. Right. Yeah. And then your current season, it's literally just following the plan that you mm-hmm. already set. Mm-hmm. So it's just like you're just kind of, you know. In three different areas at once, so you could just kind of be on top of that, and yeah. just kind of be on top of your your game. Um, that's why it's like tough when you're just uh, a one person shop and stuff like that. You know, or unless if you have something that doesn't really, it's not really season oriented. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or you're in a place that has good weather ten months out of the year. You know <laughs> what I mean? Where you know you can you can get away with like a, a long sleeve shirt that day. Right. You know, and that can. You can do that in the spring and in the fall. You know what I mean? So, I think you should do it again. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think it's lost. I think you have. I think you know what to do now. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think you know, like how to. You know, like take take the excitement of it all and take it in, but don't allow it to run you per se. You know what I mean? Nah, nah. And you're absolutely correct, man. Like I said, like. I mean, I have brand ambassadors. You know what I'm saying? I got, like, some dope-ass kids from UMES that were like, hey, Fitz, like, we want to rock your stuff. You know what I'm saying? I remember, like, when I left my middle school, like, all my eighth graders was like, hey, like, our grandparents gave us our credit cards. Like, we want (laughs) to... They was like... They was like... They was like... I mean, and I mean, I had, like, I had, like, eight kids running around like, hey, this is Mr. Fitz's hoodie. Like, this is his socks. You know what I'm saying? And it's just kind of like... Because I'm so good with youth, it's just kind of like your demographic automatically, right. and they're social media oh, fanatics, yeah. right? And it's yo, so in some way, it only takes one. Like it only takes one thing to latch on, and then it's like it'll won't stop. Yeah. And like, and it's like I want to make sure that I'm in a position to be ready for that. Because like you said, like you're in a position now where like you got this hub, right? You know what I'm saying? You're kind of like, hey, I get to call the shots, right? You know what I'm saying? And like, I built a, you built a platform that's just kind of like, hey, you have to come through me to get what you need, right? You know what I'm saying? And so, what's about to happen to you? Like, you had a good year, and like, this train is, it's already taking off, right? It's about to go. Down and there. and there's, I, I mean, it's like, it's weird because I'm, I've had always had a hard time, like, enjoying stuff in the moment mm-hmm. because to me, it's like, there's still other shit that needs to be done. And that's where I'm like, that's where my mind is always at, where I can't necessarily really like sit down and like enjoy the enjoy the like the things that I've overcome, you know, right. what I mean? and the the mindset of like getting this stuff done, like because now I just feel like I'm not 
where I'm at yet. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily that I'm not satisfied with it, but I can't get distracted for too long uh-huh. because then it becomes complacency and then, you know, you get settled. And, you know, like I already have, like, I'm already thinking six months down the line of where this can be, mm-hmm. you know, and how I introduce, like, other products and other services. And so I can just be completely, like, on my own, mm-hmm. you know, I'm trying to get that done by the end of the year. Yeah. I think, I think it can happen. Absolutely. I had I had saw a, a video by Les Brown, you know what I'm saying? And Les Brown was just kind of like, you know, we put a ceiling on our success. Mm. It's just kind of like, where do we want to get to? Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? And he was just kind of like, it's possible. Mm. The It's Possible Les Brown, check it out on YouTube, is literally the best. That's my motivational podcast Okay. on my video. And it's just kind of like, remember when they said there was a point in time where they didn't think that somebody could break the four minute barrier. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then next thing you know, everybody started off with a high schooler. Right. Broke the four minute barrier. And he said, what, what changed? Right. You know what I'm saying? It's possible. And so what, what, how I live my life now is just kind of like, I don't set my goals and say, I'm going to do this at this time. I say it's possible. Cause what he says is you leave a little opening. Right. So that if you get to that point and it doesn't happen, you know you can still go up. Right. And it's like for and that's mainly for my people who are kind of like not optimists, who are not like hopeful, for my people who get discouraged right. when things fail and it's just kind of like you got to leave room. Like you got to stop looking at failure as a bad thing. Right. There is so much success that comes right. from failure. I've told people a couple of people that like I'm looking forward to the no's for like my proposals um because I know what I'm worth and I know what I have is valuable. Right. And I'm assuming that, you know, if they someone tells me no, it's more of a not yet. Yep. You know what I mean? And not necessarily yeah. like, just like, no, that's like ridiculous. Because I know I'm going to be fair. I know, I'm, you know, and if they are serious about what they're going to do, they're either going to either come with me, right, or get what they pay for somewhere else, or they're going to learn it themselves. Right. And if you, I mean, that's fine. Like, if you want to learn it yourself, I'm, I'm A-OK with it. Facts. Like, uh, it, I don't, not necessarily I don't need it, but it's just like one of those things like, I'm not like I'm already like I gotta move on. You know what I mean? Like Facts. like the train stops at that station for a bit. If you either gonna come or you're not, you know we'll you find get on out. Or you yeah, we'll find out. <laughs> you know, two stations away. You know, afterwards, <laughs> if if I forgot something back there and I screwed up, or right. you know, or you know, you, now you late to your next appointment. You know, mm-hmm. type of thing. So um, that's the way I look at it, man. Um, so. My, I guess you call like an uncle or mentor, like my dad's best friend. He taught me this thing about, uh, basically, you know, kind of say like almost like this. It's possible, but he was saying that there's different ways to the top of the mountain, right? Mm -hmm. Like when you are scaling a mountain or you're climbing a mountain, there's no, you know, we know that the quickest way is from a straight line, but sometimes you have to go upward, you know, in one direction. But then there's a rock, and then you got to turn another direction. But you're still making progress going up the mountain, right? Right. So you're still like ascending up the mountain. So like mm-hmm. it's one of those things. Like there's no one way to be successful. Yeah. Right. And you know if you're resourceful, you know especially with our experience being in fraternities <laughs> and stuff like that. You know once you become resourceful and you work smarter, like yeah. it just makes you know you'll figure it out. Yeah. And again, like. Document the whole thing because 
the thing is people want to hear or they want to be a part of that journey. Right. Right. They are, you know, they feel more invested if you can provide more value to them in that way. Right. Because, you know, there's tons of distractions out there. Right. So they want something that's going to like actually they can actually attach to and feel it can feel, you know what I mean? Like rather than it just being something that is just manufactured and pushed out. Mm. So I've learned is that stories sell. Mm. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And it's like when you're like, why did when somebody buys something and that they truly love it, they're not buying it because of the product, they're buying it because of the person. Right. Let's say I have five podcasters. Right. Right. Like right. people who do pretty much does what open media does. Right. And then you get a chance to kind of hear their video, you know, how they got to that point. Right. Yeah. And then you base your decision on using them. Right. Based on their story. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because then that's because that happens all the time when you, you know, when you are having conversations with people where, you know, you find that thing that like how we relate. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's tons of people I, I've, you know, where, you know, some women will go and work with certain people because they're like, you're a mother as well, right? right? Mm-hmm. Or like, you have a child, or you might be a single mother, and like, you get it, right. you know. And now we connect on a deeper level, right? You know, that's why I'm rather go with you right. than go with someone else, yeah. right? Like, yeah. should I have someone who's like, you know, they reached out to me about using the space to film something. Their client was like, hey, you know, we heard there's a podcast studio in X. And they were like, well, no, we only work with open media, right? And this is the people that we work with, right? And it's just like one of those things like where that connection that me and that person have is just based off of a couple of conversations, right? right? And now we relate with each other in the sense that, you know, we know like, all right, I know the quality of the product is going to be good. I know that's going to be good or whatever the case may be, like, and that will translate through that story. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, but having your brand story together is a must. And a lot of people don't like, don't realize mm-hmm. like they have one. <laughs> they don't realize they have one or they can't pinpoint a pinpoint of what it is. Right. That's why I think it's kind of important for people to kind of have to ask the question as to why I'm doing this. Yeah. Right. What's your why? Like, what's, the, what's the why? Right. Yeah. Right. Be it, be it media lab, be it product, right. be it landscaping, whatever job that you decide, or whatever product, whatever service you're trying to provide to people. Right. That why is going to fuel you in your conversation and in your story. Period. Right. Because it's genuine. Yeah, because so everything. It'll, it'll, you know it, it'll translate to everything. Absolutely. Mm. Right. You'll know like how you move in terms of the quality of the you know materials that you might either that you put out, right. the pricing of it all, right. like all of that stuff, right. like that, all that stuff you would see it. Through like through that story, right, Absolutely. and through that lens of how you provide content yep. in terms of you know providing value, or right. or you just gonna be out there saying ten dollars, ten dollars, or whatever, you know, right. like just trying to sell, sell, right. sell. Um, yeah, man, and I think I, I didn't realize like I kind of like ran into that like <laughs> like I love content, like I, I love the idea of creating content, yeah. and now more than ever, like I didn't even realize like like whole life I've been dealing with that stuff, like this yeah. Is my, Creating narratives or like, you know, or displaying that stuff so that people can, you know, relate to it. Open Media Lab, man. Thank you guys for having us, man. This was fantastic. Okay. Oh, this, uh-huh. is, this is my show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Words, you know. Yeah, man. Uh, the Open Media Lab is at uh, 301 North Main Street in downtown Winston-Salem. Nah, we appreciate you, Open Media. It's 
this was just supposed to be a yo man i'm in town came to see family and i think this is something that's very important man just kind of getting together and conversations and dialogue is important especially amongst black men you know what i'm saying where it's like you know how can i feed off of you and how can i push you to the next level so definitely thank you for for having us and letting us in your space man appreciate it and uh get that john back oh, i need yeah you definitely socks. need some, need some i need my socks out there, <laughs> i feel like that's where you need to start let's do socks because you know sometimes it's good to go back home when you first started where you first started that's what everybody fell in love with it first yeah. and yeah. it's not to say that you can't do the other stuff but just i mean selfishly i want more socks <laughs> i mean i i mean that's, i got you that's there yeah, that's what's crazy stuff. is i already have the sock i already have the designs good like I just oh, gotta that push now. Right. Yeah, it's just so, you know. So let's say this: Why don't you just put that design on something a little bit more a thicker sock, yeah. so that it'll be ready for the holiday season? I challenge you, man. I accept the challenge. Winter's coming. Right. <laughs> Yo, here <we> go. <laughs> You're so good. I was about to sing the theme song. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thank you for listening to uh, another special episode of Open Up Shop. It was something that really just was not supposed to happen, but uh, yeah. you know, my guys came into town, and it's you know felt like the conversation was too good to not let you guys hear it. All right, so so Stefan, uh, plug everything that you got for everybody. Um, so you can follow my my business page on Instagram. It's at Savage Gentleman Shop. Um, and you can kind of see some of the products that we've rolled out, you know, from socks to lapel pins. Um, we have apparel. Um, we got some things on the, coming soon for the ladies called Sincerely Savage. So definitely be on the lookout for that. Um, it's definitely going to be some dope fly stuff. Um, you can follow me um, on my personal page, Mr. Underscore Fit 63, um, you know, to kind of stay up to date on like my professional endeavors and things of that nature and that we're pushing. Um, and yeah. That's where we at with it. All right. And you, Mr. Ferguson. Oh, man. Uh, Keith Ferguson. Follow me on, on Instagram at Keith L. Ferguson. Um, actually finishing up. This is news that uh, he doesn't even know yet. I'm finishing up my LLC, which is going to be Ferguson Real Estate Advisory Group. Uh, where we are going to be jumping to communities and uh, starting uh, some new projects that, still, that, that are focused on uh, single-parent mothers and single-parent families. Um, Buying product, buying property to, uh, you know, renovate to get the people opportunities to have a uh, a better quality of life. Uh, new programs in place with that financial literacy. Um, that's coming in the near future. Finally got the LLC kind of completed. Uh, so I'm 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 at the bottom. I'll be holding your feet to the fire. Like I don't yeah, I don't be playing. I'm like dog. Get uh, that. Get it done. I don't have right. a I don't have a, a tag for that yet, but again, it's going to be Ferguson Real Estate Advisory Group uh, doing a lot of things. I'm in Charlotte right now, but Winston, you know, bred me. So uh, again, Ferguson Real Estate Advisory Group coming soon. Um, looking forward to servicing communities. All right. All right, so guys, make sure you tune in next week to your weekly dose of Make It Happen. But you can, in the meantime, you can learn more about the journey by following me at EAVExec on all platforms, or you can learn more about OpenShop at OpenShop.com or OpenShopUS, and more about the Open Media Lab at Open Media Lab on all platforms. And that is at 301 North Main Street in downtown Winston-Salem. Now go get your journey started and build your idea, project, or business. But all you have to do is remember is to open up shop. Peace. <laughs>